We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. part where christian bale chainsaw somebody in half what the hell are all these rejoins without any ties to zappiness uh this actually nick lapan first of all knows how much i love huey lewis in the news one two he also knows that i had specifically requested all music from 1960 to 1993 because that was the era pat the patriot was worn primarily so i figured let's have throwback era rejoins today because the stadium was resplendent in a sea of reds Pat the Patriot and throwback vibes. Not 1960. That was the tricorn hat on the side of the helmet. All right. Okay. Sixty-one. Detail, okay. Sixty-one. And I'm not even sure exactly. All right. Okay. Happened. See, now you're gonna. But get I would that. like some zappy music that makes me feel zappy. We did the zappy stuff last week. We got to keep doing it. He was even better this week. He threw for nearly 200 yards. All right. Yards. Well, when you get to sit in the number one chair instead of number two, then I am the number two. You better not forget it. I've never seen someone so proud of referencing themselves as number two. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Let us go now to uh, Justin, who's calling from our nation's capital. The lines are full. We'll make room for you in just a second. Justin, welcome to the Six Rings postgame show. Thank you, gentlemen. Great show, as always, fellow Jumbo here, Andy. Um, so yeah, I have a question. Uh, it seems to me like um, Nelson Aguilar is relatively duplicative with Devontae Parker is a deep threat, uh, Tyquan Thornton as a burner, and then Kendrick Bourne, you know, doing those deep ins and outs. Uh, and he's not reliable. He fumbles the ball. He's cost us arguably two games. And then this dropped pick today. So my first question would be, is he not duplicative, and can we not get rid of him? Uh, Justin, well, thank you, you very could much cut for the him, call. But um, it's going to cost you money. That's the problem. I don't know that's that the issue. He has not made himself any is more he redu- valuable. Is he, I, I don't usually say duplicative. I usually say, redu- is there some re- talent redundancy? I thought he was going to say duplicitous. Uh, no. Like Kevin Mannix once called Bill Belichick duplicitous pawn scum, and Bill was not happy. Wow. To his face? No, or I in think print? in a column. By the way, um, was who was it that uh, told me, maybe it was Andrew Callahan who told me, that uh, certain Detroit media was none too pleased with Matt Patricia because at the end of the season, he used to sit them down and go over their tweets. Did he really? I actually would appreciate that. I think that'd be fun. Well, there used to be a great... Can you imagine tr- Bill and me sitting down and him going, no. Andy, if like, I don't even know what this... Andy, what is this? <laughs> what? How many times are you gonna? T- how many like, times are you gonna write like if you're zappy and Mac you don't who? clap your hands? Oh, it was creative the first time. Not. Nah. <laughs> are we gonna have to sit down with Burge and Stacy and fun? Bill and oh, just no, no, be no, no, like, no, no, no? I just want Bill. I don't want the other two in the room. Like, just um, Bill, me and Bill, mano a mano. Oh my God, Stevens, Fitzy, whatever they call you. How many different pictures of beer and Star Wars can you tweet right. out in one season? My God, jeez, 
It's Every, 2022. How, how many, can we bring the references many, into the last 20 years? How many references to Schwarzenegger movies can you right. make? You don't think that'd be fun? I'd appreciate that. But, but like, no. Even but if, if you're gonna, dryly, if you're gonna get that sort of me? mansplaining nature that Matt Patricia sort of had whenever it was like, you know, if he could just sort of sit up there and you know, like respect the process, yeah. whatever. Like, I can see how that would Says wear. Says the guy who wore a clown shirt getting off the plane from Super Bowl of, uh, of his highest boss, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's respect the, the process. That that's the tweet, as Tom Curran said. I mean, like that that was the thing at the time. Yeah. No, I'd be nervous as could be if I had to sit down and have a social media review with Stacey Burge or especially. Bill. I would be very comfortable. Yeah, I would enjoy it mightily. Yeah, anytime you guys want to bring it on, I'm here for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if anyone is listening down at the stadium right now, Andy Hart at Jumbo Hart has volunteered to be the first member of Weei and/or the Patriots media cartel to have his social media thoroughly combed over, nitpicked, and review. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. <laughs> I feel like this is how careers end. <laughs> New segment on the show. Well, the Jesselnik Project, which was a short-lived comedy show on Comedy Central with Anthony Jesselnik, who's a roast comedian, used to have a segment that I loved called Defend Your Tweet. He would have guests on for a funny panel, and he would find their worst tweet. We should do that. Some every guy yeah, with the Twitter fingers. Since you and I love to bust each other's football so much, every week we should bring what we think is the worst tweet of the other person's, and let's do Defend Your Tweet. I don't hate it. All right, we've got two hours to make it happen. We have until 7.30 today. Luckily, this week, I don't actually believe I tweeted out Lions 27, Patriots 17, because that would have been a bad That would tweet. have been terrible. But this morning, Posted I said, I website. have a good, no, very good, if not great feeling about today's game. So I was right. It was I don't weird for the 470th that. straight game. See? See? Oh, don't laugh. Nick? Producer Nick LePan, don't laugh. There is a sign right on the studio door that says, do not feed the animals, do not encourage Andy's behavior. That, you know, was, that was a good one. I you know what would be a great tweet from you? I don't feel great about today's game. Here's why the Patriots are going to get stomped. Why would that be a great tweet? Because there would be at least some honesty and objectivity. No, there wouldn't. I thought they were going to win. I predicted a win. I was only one point off what they scored. Turns off I was 24 points off Detroit's score because they had a donut. All right, who's next? Hey, Wayne. I lost out. 200 Twitter followers. Can oh. you believe it? <laughs> you you stink, Ken, for giving that to Castigs. May I bring up how I uh, talked about Stelvagen later on? Wayne's in South Boston. Wayne, oh, how you feeling today, guy? Rich J, what's up, baby? Oh, boy, did I like, can I get a zappy to go? <laughs> oh, what is the kid doing? He looked unbelievable out there. Uh, wait a minute. And Andy, did they not? Does, doesn't the Detroit Lions have the number one offense? Was that I heard today? They did. I don't think they will anymore. They did. That might belong to Seattle now. <laughs> D.I.D. Yeah, because the Patriots kicked their butts all over the place. Yeah, that was a round whooping out there today, Wayno. And I know you were all on board with the Patriots stepping up, being efficient on offense, and having a solid defensive performance. So the diehards and the super fans, if you will, of Pat's Nation must be pleased as punch right about now. Oh, yeah. Fitzy, right now, I'm telling you, have you seen the schedule of the next five games, Andy? No, no. What is it? it? No, who is it? It's tough. It's a run through. And they can win five games in a row with the teams. They're twice to the Jets, once to Cleveland, once to, uh, I mean, it's for the next six games, the Patriots put it out there. We could, uh, have a controversy, too, because if Zappi wins two more games and Matt comes back, I don't know. I, I remember Belichick always says, I like winners. I like guys who throw TDs, not excuses. And that's what I see coming up, brother. I see a controversy if this kid Zappi chiefs. Because when I first seen him, 
But see, mm-hmm. it was uh, um, mm-hmm. what, what do you call it? Games the before the real games. The um, well, they call those preseason games. Preseason games. Okay, I watched one of his games. I was putting on when I watched Zabby, and he was horrible. And I goes, "Oh my God, this kid is never getting on the field." See, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to say, "Oh, yeah, I jumped right on the field." No, no, no. I look at first game when I see him. I go, "Whoa, this kid's horrible." I hope they don't put him in. And then boom, they put him in, and the kid's all new. Uh, he, so yep. he came in midseason. Now he looks like he's been playing in football for the last ten years. It was great, Wayno. Thank you so much for the call, my man. Yes, what do they I call that brown th- thing with air in it that he tries to throw? Uh, uh, football. Oh, football. Yeah, when I saw the football come out of Zappy's hand, I was like, this kid can throw. Actually, he wasn't bad in the preseason. As a matter of fact, he had a couple nice touchdown passes as well. And I he think also everyone threw some kind of, picks. And, when, a few picks. When they I know, opened it up and he started to go back to, like, it's Western Kentucky time. gunslinger mentality, he got a little loose, but... I'm telling you, practice field like this kid showed something, and, and that's goes, oh my god. That's why Belichick wants him more than he wants Mac. You could hear it in his voice. He said it. Listen to the press conference over again. Tom's calling from down by the Shaw and Hall. What's happening, Tom? Hey, Fitzy, love you, Fitzy. You 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 are the best. Thank There's you no very doubt. much, Tom. Let me let me tell you right now. Too kind. Okay, everybody, settle down on on the Z man. Love the Z man. Came in, did the job. Detroit's defense. Stinks. Okay, Mac is our quarterback. Okay, there's there's no doubt about it. We need him to get healthy. We're gonna go a long way this year if our defense stays healthy. It's all about defense, Fitzy. You know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's everybody's you know going crazy over over the Z man. And I I am too. I I I enjoyed this game today. I was rooting for him. His first NFL start. The poor guy. He goes in last week in the Lambeau Field. He's, you know, 10-yard line, and they get a penalty. He's back on the five-yard line. He held himself. You know, he, 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 he performed very, very well in that game. We had a shot to win it, but you know, what, what are you going to do? What, 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 what I'm very high on right now is the coaching staff is doing the job. They're, they're, they're getting these guys ready to play, and everybody wants to get all over, you know, Patricia and Judge and Belichick. And I'm telling you right now, these guys know what they're doing. They get the talent because they have the talent on defense. It's all about defense. And these guys are playing unbelievable. It's turnovers. And if you, you can create turnovers on defense, you win games. And that's what happened today. And, I, and I'm psyched because we have two quarterbacks. You know, Brian, oh yeah, uh, you know, I just don't you know. He's, he's, what are you going to do? He's out. You know, he, he, come on. But now we have Matt and we have the Z-man. And we're, we're, we're solid. It's just like Bledsoe and Brady. We're solved. Brady came in, you know, uh, Brady came in, but Bledsoe did the job. Bledsoe came in in the Pittsburgh game, did the job. We're, we're, we're solid right now, and I am so excited about this team because we have a great defense, and that's what we need. Judon, Bentley, these guys, they fly around, they get the job done. Absolutely, so guys, Tom. I'm so pumped up. I love it, Tom. Good to hear that you're fired up and you're pumped up. We got two good quarterbacks. I'm going to refer to him as the Z-Man from now on. I love it. As a matter of fact, the Patriots took a Z-Pack today. How about that? Does that work for you? No. No, it's terrible. Oh, why? Because that means you're sick? Z-Pack? Yeah. Oh, okay. They needed a, a, an antibiotic? No. Well, maybe he was the medicine that they needed to start feeling like themselves again. How about that? How Tom? about the old tagline from Zima? Remember Zima? Something different? Maybe oh, Zappy is you're gonna, something different. You're gonna reference. You want to. You want to like come after my references when you're saying that. Yeah, I do it every once in a while. Bailey's. Oh, every once in a while. Bailey Zappy 
Bailey Zappi reminds you of a disgusting clear malt beverage. Was it disgusting? I don't remember it. You don't remember? I just Zima? remember the the lines. It was Zima, awful. Something. Yes, yeah, Zima. Something. Different. It was terrible. Was it like a wine cooler or a? It was a malt beverage. Oh, an earth. Is it? Like it was a like you know predecessor you know to Mike's. It was actually a predecessor to Mike's, and also basically like. If you enjoy hard seltzers, there's a good chance you hated Zima. <laughs> they will not be sponsoring the post game show, but yeah, no, it was a like a uh, like a sweetened malt beverage. Oh, I like sweetened malt beverages. No, you don't. Now I you're just saying that to be an ever contrarian, well, which is your resting state. I understand as well. I like things. That there's are no sweet. quarterback controversy, is there? How could there be a quarterback controversy? Exactly. One start into his career. Thank you. Does he look good? Yes. yes. Should Mac be a little worried? Yes. Maybe. If Bailey Zappi goes to Cleveland and wins, let's just say Mac doesn't come back next week. Because mm-hmm. maybe Belichick says, you know what? Like, the kid's playing well. No need to rush Mac. Not right. that he's like, now we moving can let on. him heal up. A yeah, let bit. him heal up. And then the first time Mac comes back, he struggles. Then, luckily, like, I don't know. Then you might have a, a talking point because Mac has not played well to start the year, right? A thousand percent correct. Okay. But two facets, like, and we need to get into sword. the scheme. All these people that are like, oh, the coaching was so much better for Zappy than it was for like. Well, they dialed it back. They simplified things. Maybe what they'll do. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Maybe the best thing that can happen with Bailey Zappy stepping in for Mac Jones, aside from, of course, the winning because they could have, would have, and really should have last he's week. Undefeated in his NFL career, and he's one to know. It is what it is. Facts Sorry. only, facts only department checking mm. in. Mm. Or as uh, they used Mac to say on Dragnet, three. just the facts, man. Mac and is, so Mac is the facts. 11 and 10 in his career? He hasn't won, he hasn't won a lot of games recently. No. No. And the, the numbers, the, st- the statisticals, if you will, are not very glowing for Mac over the second half of his very short NFL career. Now, I will say... If we're going to get into quarterbacks, wins, like what a good quarterback is, blah, blah, blah. I was watching a college football game, and Bill Parcells gets quoted more than anybody. Like, I'm watching a random one-off college football game. I don't even know who it was. And the announcer's like, you know, I asked Bill Parcells once what a good quarterback was. And Parcells said, gets his team in the end zone and wins the game. Bailey Zappi won the game today. Mm-hmm. Didn't exactly get his team in the end zone. They did have 0 for 5 in the red zone or 0 for 4, whatever it was. There's a lot of Nick, goals. Yeah, good day to a lot have. A short Nick field goals. Good day to have big kick Nick on your fantasy team. They were not big kicks. They were just No, that's his Nicks. nickname. I know that. I know how it works. Okay. I've done enough of these shows with you. <laughs> All right. We call him Big Kick Nick. He made his kicks from inside 50. The man is money. Like 62 his, straight is now? Is it really or 63? Now? It's it's ridiculous. Wow. Would Nathaniel ridiculous. Hackett trust him to win the game? From where? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! If I t- right now, Broncos and Patriots—they're not playing next week. They play next week. Who wins that game? Um, Patriots. The the Broncos are bad right now. They're super terrible, and the Patriots have a little momentum. Like that team they today, do. there is swagger in mm-hmm. that post game locker room. There Thank is you. energy in that post game. Yeah, locker there room. is. And if you can continue that, sometimes you can't always explain it exactly why something works like oh there's a change whatever basketball we bring this six man in and all of a sudden we're scoring points it's like i don't really know why our best five is no longer on the floor but suddenly we're going on a run and we're up you know 30 i'm a huge fan of moment i know bill james said there's no such thing as like he's un- wrong the, the unquantifiable is what i base a lot of like my fanatic enjoyment and judgments on in sports, like, I'm a real believer in it. Like, sometimes, look, 28-3 to 3 happened. And I understand it took a seismic level of mistakes, miscues, um, you know, bad luck, et cetera, and dumb decisions from the Atlanta Falcons, and a million different things had to break the Patriots' way. But it happens. And all of a sudden, like, you start buying into your own bad clippings, and you can't, like, get out of yeah. your own way. And then next thing you know, you can't, like, 
you're on a heater and you're dropping dimes to Hogan and Dola and Edelman you're and it. balls go up. Heat exactly. Check. Heat check. Exactly. The reason they have that. I buy into it. I believe you a thousand percent as well. So now they need to get this to carry over because you're going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Are they more talented than you overall? Maybe. Debatable. Maybe. We can have the discussion. We're here for it. Backup quarterback versus backup quarterback. Theirs is a veteran. Yours is a new guy. Maybe tougher to prepare for for their defense. Whatever the whole idea. Jacoby Brissett. But can you bring the momentum with you? The way you felt, the way you were playing, the energy you were bringing to the field today, can you bring that to Cleveland? If so, you have a better shot to win that game. Undeniable. It's exactly what I said. Could they bring the momentum from Moral Victory Monday and the almost dub in Green Bay to today? The answer is yes. And they did, by the way. I don't. Like, the Lions stink. I was thoroughly unimpressed with the Lions. Yes. But I don't want to say the Lions just lost this game. Because they did average 35 points per game. No, 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 but I don't want to say, it's not like they couldn't take a, a, a center snap. Like, they fumbled it away, you scored. And it's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't do anything. You no, just this came. wasn't, this wasn't the like. The Patriots kicked the Lions' ass today. Right, this wasn't situate high against the Patriots today. Right, now you need to build on. I had to come at situate like the, that. Yeah, why? Just, I don't know, I just picked a random town Perfect. in the South Shore. Um, now you need to go a better opponent, because I think the Browns are a little bit better. They're a better all-around team mm-hmm. than the, the, the Lions. Correct. Right. Now build. Build a little more one, a little more one-dimensional. So obviously the focus I'm a going into next week. That, that one-dimension, of course, to happens to be yet, an awesome dimension. But we've got time. We've that. got more post-game show. We've got Six Rings podcast throughout the weekend. Of course, tons of radio to share with you. We are loaded up on the calls. We'll hear a little bit from Judon. Speaking of swagger from, from the Zappy locker room. Yet? No, we're going to when we come back. The host keeps promising it, but I haven't heard it. Well, you know what? I'm going to take a break and go have a word with the host, and then we will bring you Bailey Zappy, Matt Judon, your calls, and so much more here on the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Now this rejoined music satisfies both quotients. All needs, all boxes checked. Came out between 1961 and 1993 during the Path the Patriot era. And at the same time also zappy. makes Andy happy with his little daily zappy puns, which I enjoy as well. Don't worry, be zappy. Now, uh, who sang that? That was song? a uh, Bobby McFerrin. Good job. Good job. I like Look them at apples. you. I'm, I'm fine. Now we play the game. What's the game? I don't know. He's dead or alive. <laughs> he's fine. Is he? Yes. Has he he's had another with song that anyone's ever listened to? He only had one other song. Oh, actually, and you know what's... Uh, Literally something? has only had two no, songs? No, he's had a bunch of oh. albums, but there's like two songs that were chart toppers. Uh, top 40 hits on Casey okay. Casey. That and what? Uh, the other one. And also, there's another tune you may know him for. It was the Cosby Show theme. Ugh. Say whatever... <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I think we canceled that. Ixnay no, on the Osby K. That was fantastic. What are you talking about? I actually about? think it's back on TV. What? The Cosby show? I think it is. On what when channel? Got, Uncomfortable? Released, the Uncomfortable Network? When he got let out, I think that's back on TV. I don't think what? so. Like, I know for a fact. Did you know, uh, speaking of not that you were ready to go down this trivia hole, Bill Cosby bought the rights to the Dukes of Hazard so he could bury the show and never show it on TV again because he thought it was racist. Meanwhile, he Meanwhile, was molesting he women was, all across the he country. He was a complete pervert and total predator. predator. And you kept me from seeing Daisy and her dukes. All right. Well, let's see what John and Gardner has to say about that right now. John, your feelings on the Dukes of Hazard and <laughs> Bobby McFerrin. John, welcome to the show. What can we hand to you for? Thank you very much. Uh, good to talk to you guys. You as well, sir. Now, I'm going to need a leap of faith on you guys. You guys are trusting sorts of folks or what? A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah, let's go. All right. And bear with me, because nobody's. I can hear audience uh, listeners out there saying, "Yeah, sure." Now, Bill, we heard Bill talk about seeing the game, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go back two weeks, and that's when I decided that Mac may not be the guy. And would you like to know why? Why? <laughs> that's because he has a difficulty and cannot keep his eyes down the field on the receivers when there's trouble brewing. He doesn't have the athleticism to escape some of that trouble. And that was Jonathan Vilma today on the game, right? Yes. He kept mentioning about um, Z-Man stepping up. I haven't seen Mac do that too well. Now you fast forward to today. How many times have you seen a rookie quarterback, you know, an unheralded rookie quarterback, step forward and not only get clear to pass, but he has open grass in front of him. And you always see those guys take off. The more inexperienced they are, in my opinion, and he didn't. He kept looking for receivers, and he dumped it off just about every time and mm. with success. Mm. So he's seeing, as Bill said, uh, I'd focus more on looking downfield than at the receivers. Even when there's trouble around him, I think he has that extra knack for that skill. And if you ask me, the good ones, certainly the great ones, have that skill. And I don't really see that in Mac. Hey, John, that's actually a very interesting point. Thanks for the observation, and I appreciate the call. Why would so, you say actually? It's a good point, John. We is. don't need to minimize no, it by no, saying I'm actually. I'm not actually John, minimizing the point. that is a great point, but it I is. would defend Mac Jones, and I'm not always uh, overly aggressive in defending Mac Jones. Um, he took some hits early in this year that I think were affecting him. 
I don't think his pass protection was very good early this season. He left the Miami game not feeling no. so good. Twas right? remember that his back hurt after that one. So Calais Campbell rolled up on him after the third game of the year. The Bailey home Zappi's been Baltimore. pretty well protected through the last seven quarters uh, of play. Not so. exactly a dynamite Green Bay team, as we've come to learn, between the Patriots going 70 minutes with them and the Giants actually beating them today at Tottenham Hotspur. And But he did do a nice job, and I can see in my mind a couple of the plays you are talking about. I don't agree that Bailey Zappi is more athletic than Mac Jones. No, I no, do no. not agree. No. Um, they're at the very least similar. If anything, Mac might be a little bit more athletic than Bailey Zappi. But he played well against a bad defense. We're excited. We should be happy about it. I went yes. with the normal word there, not mm-hmm. the fill-in that we Seems like using. John from Gardner wanted to uh, not besmirch Sack Jones, if you will, but saying that he really wasn't Knack Jones well, in terms of being able to feel out the pocket and step up feeling the pressure, of course, and that was one of the many great traits that made Tom Brady the greatest of all time. We're all going to uh, extrapolate from the bad of mm-hmm. Mac Jones early in the year and extrapolate from the good of Bailey Zappi in a short segment here, a short uh, two-game mm-hmm. uh, sample. Neither is really fair, in my opinion. Like, Mac Jones was pretty damn good last year. Mm-hmm. For a rookie yes, quarterback. Was. I thought we were all aboard all aboard the Mac train. We were. Yeah. And then it got Mac derailed because why? Because he didn't play well to start the year. He's turning the ball over. Mike Lombardi's like, he's going to get benched and be out of the league if he doesn't change that. And the backup quarterback is always the most popular quarterback, especially when he comes in and plays better over a short period of time against a bad opponent. Bailey Zappi's popular right now. We'll see where Bailey Zappi is next week or the week after. Uh, do we have time to play Bailey Zappi now, producer Nick? Nope. Oh, good job. See, you kept talking so much. Are we much. ever going to hear from the star of the day? Well, and also I've got calls where people are talking about on the I line. I thought it was the host. Bailey Zappi is to, the is the guy the moving train. forward. And then we've got calls saying Zappi went against the worst defense in the league. And we have so text saying, Fitzy, it's not all about you. Play Zappi, exclamation point. You made that up. No, I didn't. It's right there from the 401. And it ends in a in a 03. <laughs> I'm not even talking that much, 401. You jerks. For you, actually, you're not. That's your friend. No, that's you got all your friends with their burners. Oh, look at Fitzy on the Jumbotron, that uh, jerk. Joke's on you. I don't have friends. <laughs> I don't even know where this show is going. It is off the rails, but we're having a good time. Callers, stick with us. Zappy, when we come back, we'll take your calls. We'll continue the debate. We're having a good time here on the Six Rings postgame show. You got Fitzy, you got Hart, and hopefully we stay on the rails until 730 when we go to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football here on WEI. Time now for the Six Rings postgame show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings postgame show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at Needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Hour number three of the Six Rings post game show here on WEEI and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Give us a call if you'd like at 617 779 7937. Weigh in on the topics of the day. How do you feel about Bailey Zappi's performance? Do you buy into Andy's ludicrous concept that there could be a 
bit of a quarterback controversy. Mac or who? at least Mac needs to be looking over his shoulder. You better get and rid of that beer you made. More Not going to be too popular too soon. That's okay. We're going to do Snappy Zappy I'll Lager and Stellwagen. I know. It's fine. It's delicious. It's an easy drinker. Thank you very much, Stellwagen. Uh, and also, will the Patriots be able to carry over the momentum from today's performance, which seemed to have been affected positively by last week's effort in Green Bay, next week into Cleveland. But joining us right now, who's this? On the Harbor One Hotline, one of our hosts here at the station who promised me that I could keep receipts and he would have to go on a walk of shame for picking Detroit shame. to win handily. Shame. The one and the only shame. Christian Fourier from Merloni, Blank, and Mega. <laughs> Your name is removed from the masthead. Shame, Christian. That's fine. That's fine. You did, Christian, Here's- did you not say when you guys were trolling me for saying that the Patriots yeah. could win the other night on Mud at Night, did you not say that Detroit would win this game handily two days ago on your program? Oh, I didn't say handily, but I picked them on our show. I picked them this morning on the pregame show. I every, They were doing everything I thought they were going to do, except – you know, execute everything <laughs> I said they were going to do. You know, you know they did everything I, I knew they would except I believe Bill good football. has often said it's all about execution, so that's a problem. It is amazing because uh, so, so defensively I thought they were going to play like eight in the box and play man and press and then just force Bailey to beat him. And the very first pass that Zappy has, the dude falls down, terrible injury, don't even know what it is, but it's a huge game by Hunter Henry. Like that was – that was going to be their game plan. The, but the, ultimately, the one thing that stood out to me, and there's a lot of good things in this win, but I had, a, I had this love affair with Dan Campbell, and he just is so, like, out of his league. It's not even close. It's like it's, it's, it's not even a competition. Like, Bill versus a rock. Like, Bill's going to win. Like, he's, his decisions are terrible. His instincts are worse. Um, everything about the way he coached this game is a guy that should only be an interim coach. Like, I get it. He loves his players. He cries a lot. But he's, just not, a, he's not a head coach. Like, there's a reason why they lose close games, and they're just – it's like nothing has changed with the Detroit Lions. So, there, I leave that alone. That's me. So My own issue. Can, can we also, though, because I agree with you. I thought there was obviously a mismatch. The emotional ex-player coach didn't show up, didn't have his team show up. But we also just need to flat out talk about Matthew Judon, Ramondre Stevenson, the offensive line. They whooped some ass today. Like, they were, they were dominant today against a team that's probably bad. That's probably as bad as their defense says it is and their record says it is. But we also give credit where credit's due, right? Absolutely. So Judon, I think it's like a almost like a crusade for him, and I'm not even kidding, based on how well he played for almost three quarters of the season, then he just dropped off the face of the earth. Obviously some sort of injury that he won't admit to. He's too prideful to allow that to be an excuse, and I love that about him. But he's starting off on but he was a menace. And he's been a menace every single game since the season started. And Ramonde Stevenson, I mean the guy is just He's so talented. He has just like even like the spin moves and his ability to keep his feet and just you know like you think he's gonna fall, but then he gathers himself. Like you haven't even we haven't even touched the surface with this guy. You know, not that I want Harris to be out because I think he's a great compliment to Stevenson, but the fact that he's gonna be the only guy for the you know for the next two weeks or so, maybe to the bye week, 
I mean, he can rack up some yards now. Like, we're talking, like, Pro Bowl-type stuff. Christian Fourier from Merloni underscore and Mego calling in yeah, on the Harbor absolutely. One hotline to take his walk of shame for predicting Detroit not once but twice on these very airwaves to win the game today. Christian, uh, looking forward, two things. Andy and I have been discussing here uh, with the occasional disagreement but lots of vim and vigor, the idea that there could not, there's not going to be a controversy. It's a plus that now you know you've got a steady Freddie backup in Bailey Zappi, who could stand behind Mac Jones. I can't imagine that you think Bailey Zappi should keep playing once Mac is healthy, right? No, I saw I saw what Andy was doing, and uh, we were kind of joking about it on the postgame show. And it is a natural, predictable, like you know, storyline in my in my opinion. But I don't think Zappi is anywhere near ready under the under like tougher circumstances to, you know, help this team win. He's just too green. He's too raw. Under these circumstances, playing with a lead, ball control, uh, Detroit never, ever being a threat, and then playing re- real safe, efficient football with no turnovers because he, he was 3 of 9. What was it? 3 of 9 on third down. Yeah. That's not going to win you a game against a good team. Mm-mm. But under the circumstances, based on where you were, holy crap. I mean – Look at all look at look at what's going on in Miami right now. Look at all these other teams with all these quarterbacks going down because of the over correction of the of the concussion protocol. Like that to me is just a sign that like, okay, fine. In case you do get get, get into a jam, you got a guy that can at least keep your head above water. And that to me is like it's so valuable and that you've proven it, right? You really with one and a half games you can do it. It's pretty significant in my book. Okay, so you've taken your lumps today. You've had your name removed from your own show in the afternoon and all yep. these things. Uh, <laughs> do you want to take a minor victory lap during this walk of shame and talk about one Jacoby Myers who had seven catches for 111 yards, including a 24-yard touchdown and averaged 15 yards a catch? Thank you for reminding me, um, <laughs> Andy, because I, I know you were going to be on with us tomorrow afternoon. I was going to save it, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my beating, but I'm going to – yeah, I, I I don't need to gloat though. Like I always laugh about um, like how the measurables get blown out of proportion. And for some guys, they make perfect sense. But for this guy, he just has an uncanny ability of just getting open. Like some of the catches, he was so wide open. So and some was was because of bad communication, but yeah. others because he's so nifty and clever. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you've had your fun. He He played the worst defense in the NFL, and they lost five defensive backs. Five of them. Nope. Nope. He does does it all year. He's been doing it all year. No, not like today. He doesn't average 15 yards a catch in most games. This was a big game. You still want to dismiss it. Like, you just – listen. He's a nice little receiver. Like a man. Take it like a man. Like a man. What, you Mr. T and Rocky? Like a big Campbell. (laughs) You clubber line. My prediction for this game, pain. pain. Uh, Come here, woman. Oh, Show you a real man. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. Oh, my god. So, Christian, um, last what? question for you, big guy. I appreciate you hollering in on the drive home. Um, taking your lap of shame like like a man or like anyone should yeah, at this point. Like no. a man Campbell. Yeah, you represent like, a, like, like a, a man Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh, practice at it because his team stinks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll drag you out to the deep water and bite your butt And we'll both drown. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christian. Hey, man, I never got to play against you, man. Hey, brother, I think you're awesome, brother. Um, so 
here's the big question. I think this is like, forget about faux co- quarterback controversies or Detroit was this bad, the Patriots were this good today. Do you think this Patriots team, short of going on a run, we'll say, can they build off the momentum of shutting out what was the highest scoring offense coming into the game, an efficient offense and uh, an opportunistic defense? Can they carry this momentum into Cleveland, get a win, and then get things going in the right direction, say, back at 500? Yes, absolutely. But I think um, I think there is a realistic understanding of how good they're going to be, right? I don't. They don't have the exciting, you know, explosive quarterback with the crazy arm. So you, you, I do think they can, you know, get close to getting to the playoffs. I still don't think in the end they will. will they will do that. But I mean, listen, I've been wrong before, right? Yes. I mean, right, yes, right? a lot. I've been wrong before. No cottage so industry. Ultimately. We've been we've been mocking this coaching staff and the decisions that Bill's made. In the end, like he'll outclass like nine out of ten coaches. Like, and but when he goes against a coach that is just as smart as he he is, and there's there's some out there with better personnel, those are the games he'll lose. Like that's that's just to me, it's pretty obvious. Like those are the games he'll lose. Oh, I thought last question for you. No, no, I thought we were uh, wrapping up. But yes, Christian, I will. uh, I will have more on the Jacoby Myers debate tomorrow. I, I look forward to that. And I are look you forward Mego or to, are you Merloni tomorrow? Uh, I am Merloni tomorrow, I believe. And yeah, you're Merloni. You're I, the Italian stallion. I look forward to my first uh, first meeting with uh, Bailey Zappi, right? I mean, he's going to oh, come yeah. strutting in there like Conor McGregor. Yeah, he's a, he's a ball of energy, though. I don't know if you can handle it. Oh, I can. Yeah, he, he is. And are you guys at Foxborough with the old Zap tomorrow? Mr. Yeah, you're in Foxborough, yeah. Should I ask him my zappy things? Should we delve into because he's zappy and all that? Which one do you want to, Christian, which one do you think he'll like? Zappy Hour, which I heard 10,000 times at the tailgate today. Zappy Trails are here again. Zappy zappy Days Mm. are here again. Zappy Days. There's lots of them. (laughs) I I think we have the entirety Um, of the interview tomorrow. I know. I think we should. I think those are the questions he'll answer, too. Those are the ones. Is he allowed to answer those questions? I think he's allowed to answer, like, you know, funny personality questions. Unlike Mac, right, who waits a week. I'll get back to you next week yeah. on who my best oh, friend yeah. is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really yeah, have I a favorite Christmas about, movie. I got to think about my favorite Christmas present. Okay. So right. we all agree yeah. that Bailey Zappi more likable than Mac Jones. You heard it from Christian Fourier. Unbelievable. There it is again. Brad Foe's going to surface that. Get it up on dot .com. Fourier colon in Australia soon. I knew Stidham, Zappi is I knew more Stidham happy. was toast when he said, like, he loved Marvel movies. And I said, oh, which one is your favorite? I had just watched Ant-Man the other night. My kids and I loved it. And he's like. Oh, you know, I really like all of them. Like, oh, what oh, a patriot answer. Oh, it's I like that. Trump's Bible passage, all of them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fourier, right, good man Say for it. calling in, taking your lumps. We'll listen to you tomorrow, buddy. Thanks yeah. so much, pal. I see you. Christian Fourier from, all right, he's earned his title back. Tomorrow, what will be Fourier, Mego, and Hart? Yeah. FMH? FHM used to be a magazine. It, it, you, good job. Did you read it? Yeah, and there was like the European version had like nudity. Honest, how are you still employed here? What do you mean? <laughs> he kept those in the closet, too. I don't know what that means, but I... No, uh, well, you, I thought you had, like, a little where you kept your stuff. Like the box that Dahmer had with a head in it and his Playboys? <gasps> yes. Where is... The most original, dare I say, unique post-game show in town. Six Rings rolls on, 617-779-7937. Jake, David, Jim, Rick, 
Don't go anywhere. Your calls are up next. Plus, apparently we'll hear from Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi one of these days. But first, got to pay some bills and catch you up on other scores with Trending Now. Now, back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Broadcasting from our Best Yet brand studio, this is the Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI. Thank you for joining us and allowing us into your victory tailgate, your cars on the way home, wherever you happen to be enjoying this wonderful football Sunday. Andy, it was just flat-out gorgeous down there today. I woke up today, hopped in the car early for the drive up, 36 degrees, frost on me, windshield. Had to scrape it off before I made the drive up. Arrive at Gillette, still a brisk autumn breeze. Who says autumn? Do I have to say fall to make you happy? Do I have to? Sorry. Crisp fall breeze. What was Kenny Chesney's song? They call it fall because that's what leaves do. The boys of autumn. It's technically known as autumn. It's not the fall equinox. It's the autumnal. Can you spell that? And what do they call the spring one? Do they call that? I don't know. Bernal. Who? Bernal? Vernal! Oh. Hey, Vern. (laughs) Can you stay on track and play Zappy? I was just saying it was a gorgeous day. I'll play Zappy in a second. Just saying it was an absolutely gorgeous day. It was a gorgeous day for football. It was a gorgeous day to whoop some ass, too. It sure was. Wouldn't have been so nice if they had lost. You would have been like, oh, that kind of Now it seems everyone wants to call in and talk about a quote-unquote controversy. We'll hear from Bailey Zappy in just a moment. But first, Jake in Boston, who says Zappy is his guy moving forward. Jake, are you sure about that? It's a great day. Bailey Zappi is the future, Fitzy. Uh, Zappi is Grogan. Matt Jones is Easton. Right down to the fake toughness and being drafted 15th overall in the first round. And if you think Matt Jones feels bad now, what about No Bull, Arbella Insurance, all of Sophie Scott's <laughs> endorsement deals, all of that money now is uncomfortably in jeopardy. Before I get into why Zappi's the guy, and there are reasons, I know I've been hard on Linda over the years, and I, you brought up the Rams. So I'd like to note that these female distractions don't just exist here. Like Sean McVay got married this offseason, and not only is his woman, Victoria, a perfect 10, uh, but she's an influencer, she's Ukrainian, and she's a mess in many different areas, including the football team right now, which is about to go two and three. Now, I wonder if Billy Boy has the stones, and maybe this is where the nepotism actually works in our favor here to make the move and go with Bailey Zappi here going forward. And I say nepotism because – Bailey Zappi coming in the last two games and looking prepared and competent makes Bill's best friend, Matt Patricia, look really good, like resurrect his career good if he sticks with Bailey and Bailey does something here, or the fact that maybe Matt's been a little bit difficult, maybe hasn't taken to having a new boss, maybe has pouted, maybe has shot his mouth a few times, and maybe we can have an actual conversation now on Matt's credentials, which uh, include an asterisk championship in 2020 due to COVID, having a trio of receivers at Alabama that were NFL ready against college secondaries, no real road games, again, because of COVID. It's not exactly the same Alabama experience that Tua and Jalen Hurts had, which meant going on the road in the SEC or playing a game like uh, Bryce Young might have to play on Saturday in front of 110 nut jobs in Knoxville. It's a very different Mac Jones, Alabama experience than your typical over-prepared Alabama quarterback. And I think that has to be brought up here as Mac continues to struggle. 
All right. Well, and scene. Jake, well done. Uh, You were on hold just long enough to get the script together, and it was well presented. I appreciate also uh, only, I'd say, somewhere between 7 to 11% had to do with influencers and or his disdain, disdain, rather, for how things get done in the modern world of social media at all. But do you think there's any possibility, any credibility to the idea that maybe Bailey, who we had heard a little bit of a rumorsville, that perhaps Mr. Kraft was hoping Bailey get the start last week in place of Hoyer, and he's a big fan. We all saw the social media video. The Patriots couldn't wait to release this offseason. What an aw shucks, good-feeling story it was. He's a please, yes, and thank you type of guy. You think there's a little little bit to that? Just even, do you give it even just like a, a, a tad? No. Okay. I don't. Skosh. I think the, the Kraft thing is a little Kraft bit. Kraft loves Zappy. Like me. And like you, some Simmons. other reporters and other fans that are like, kind of, kind of, what's the point of Brian Hoyer? Like, why are we watching this? Whether it's entertainment or is he even that much better? Like, what does he bring? All I remember is the Kansas City game. We didn't win that one. He kind of crapped his pants. Like, well, now the kid's up to speed. So you don't have to yeah. worry about that again. No, no you don't. And, and he's gone for four games, so he right. can't play. So he's out of the equation. Um, and if not, it's time for double G. So, no. So the well, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> Uh, Please no. But Jake's analysis of Mac Jones is, in some areas, maybe right. But the he was NFL ready. He's a smart quarterback. Yeah. Did he have great weapons at Alabama? Absolutely. You, Steve you Sarkeesian probably could have thrown thirty touchdowns with Waddle, Smith, and Harris. I thought Steve Sarkeesian was the MVP of that team. Like some of the throws were yeah. so easy. The matchups he got, the motions, mm-hmm. the different things he did were phenomenal. But that doesn't mean Mac can't play. Like, of course not. Joe Burrow had good receivers at LSU his year when he had his uh, historic, if not run. potentially legendary, like but unbelievable. Cast. I mean, the skill is obviously different. But let's not pretend Mac is incapable of winning. He had one of the better rookie seasons in the history of football last year mm-hmm. in terms of winning, just getting the job right. done, taking the Patriots back to the playoffs, restoring some of the luster, the confidence. Right. Like, so uh oh, Belichick did it again. He wasn't prepared. He, got his guy. he wasn't good. Like. He did what Bailey Zappi is doing now over the course of four months, right? Yes, and let's remind everyone, including Jake, Andy, we had mentioned it previously, it bears re-mentioning, the Patriots have seemingly dialed back or scaled down the game plan. They've gone back to the fundamentals, little play action, couple RPOs. Like Mac last year. It looks more like Mac last year. And that yeah, maybe should make weird. people think, hey, maybe the offense should look more like Mac last year with a couple sprinkles of twists and turns and some new schematic adjustments and not like 50-50 balls and zone runs and it's going to be to totally end, different. Uh, to the end of success. Because no, 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 they because Mac's a second-year quarterback. Right. Could Mac have done this against the Lions today? Absolutely. 100%. That's not what you're trying to do. With Mac, your franchise quarterback, you know what you're trying to do? Get to the point Win. where you can compete and beat the Buffalo Bills. Right. They are the measuring stick. Mm-hmm. So it's not good enough to tailor it to your skills and dumb it down and we can do this and do that on a perfect day. No, no, no. I need you to win a shootout when you might need to hang 35 or 40 on Josh Allen's Bills. Mac, that's the pressure on you as a year two developing franchise quarterback. We're in a different boat now. Mac, you were in a different boat last year. Good enough was good enough last year. It's not good enough anymore. Good enough is still good enough for Bailey Zappi. Does that make any sense? Like... With Mac, you were building towards what can we be? Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, like, you need to compete with those. Zappi's not there yet. Zappi shouldn't be there. He's not. It, it, that's not where he's supposed to be in his development. So, I mean, I'm having a little fun with it, the Mac of who course, and all this. Of course, of course. But that was a ridiculous take that Jake just had, and I should have expected it.
That's what he does, and we appreciate uh, any and all content and the discussion herein because that's how we sports radio. Now, finally, to pay off the world's longest postgame tease, here's audio from Patriots winning quarterback in his first start, second game in the NFL, Bailey Zappi. Bailey, congrats on the win. Uh, how much more comfortable were you today compared to last week in Green Bay? Um, I would say a fair amount. Um, getting another week of practice in, um, getting mental reps, um, physical reps was taken every day this past week is, you know, taking every rep as a game rep, full line before and after practice and, you know, just kind of building that, you know, comfortability with everybody and, um, you know, it was a great way to come out this Sunday. Last last week. Um, of course, it always feels better getting a win. Uh, the team play, we played team football today. Defense pitched a shutout. O-line played their, you know, played really well. Receivers played well. Um, it was a team effort today, and it was nice to get the win. Billy, uh, Jacoby Myers was back for you today. How nice was it to have him out there? And it seemed like you guys put together something special out there today. Yeah, of course, it's nice to have Cobes back out there. You know, he's he's been in the league for a few years, so to have you know that veteran mentality back in the group is you know is amazing. And um, we know we have a all around really good receiving group. So you know, really the only job for us quarterbacks is to get those guys the ball and let them do what they do. Uh, Bailey, last time uh, Patriots took the field here, uh, you were uh, an active third string on the depth chart. Quick turnaround now to you're here today, end of the game. We're getting zappy, zappy chance across Gillette Stadium. How, what has this last couple weeks been like for the turnaround to being thrust in the starting lineup? Um, you know, it's kind of like I've always been told, taking advantage of your opportunity. And, you know, we had an opportunity today as a team to go out there and get a win. And we played really well playing team football. Defense played well. Offense played well. Special teams played well. And to be able to play like that as a team was, was amazing to get the win. Bailey, some of the things you guys did on the ground and, and with the play-action game, how much confidence right now do you have in the run game? A lot. Um, to have Ramondre, have Damian, have our O-line, um, to be able to pound the rock like we can, that's awesome. It opens everything else up for us. And um, we kind of showed that today. And, you know, O-line played their, you know, played their butts off. And it was nice to see that. And we got a win. Bailey, in what areas do you think you felt more comfortable in this game as compared to the last one? And how much did having, you know, a week to prepare for the Lions and their tendencies versus getting thrust into the fire last week maybe play a role in that, uh, be more comfortable? Yeah, I think um, I felt comfortable in almost really everything. Um, getting another week under my belt, being able to practice those guys before and after practice, during practice, taking those reps with those guys. Um, you know, to be honest, I can't really pick out one distinct thing, but um, I think really I felt more comfortable with really everything. And, you know, having my teammates around me, they helped me a lot this week as well and this Sunday. Hey, Bailey. Uh, in your first NFL start, how exactly did it feel to hear ch fans chanting your name uh, throughout and especially at the end of the game? Um, you know, I like the support, but uh, to be honest with you, I was just, you know, more excited about the win, uh, to get the win with my team. And, you know, that was really the focus point for this week. And that was, you know, the rest of the season. How many people did you have in the stands today? Did any friends or family make the trip? Um, mom, dad, and then girlfriend. You're on your right. Bailey, how big of an adjustment was it learning how to prepare at this level compared to being in, in college? And how much better have you gotten at it? And how much has that, did that help you? You were a good chance you're going to be starting. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, the transition is the, the way you prepare, the more you put into it.
um, you know, at college you have school, you have all that stuff, but now it's just straight ball. So, I mean, that's what you do all day, every day. And, you know, I love it. I love playing football. I love learning football. And to be a part of this organization and learn from these coaches and players, um, I think has really helped me, you know, continue to grow my game. I know there's a lot of things that I can continue to work on and continue to get better at. But, you know, I've, I have a great uh, cast around me that helped me out. Bailey, you mentioned your, your parents and your girlfriend were here. And as much as you've tried to just focus on what you have to do each day in practice and to prepare for this game, what have the last couple of weeks been like for your family and, and, and those closest to you, you know, as you've been thrust into the action in Green Bay and today prepared for and gone out and made your first start? Um, well, to be quite honest with you, you might have to ask them. I haven't asked those questions. Uh, they've kind of left me alone, let me play football. Um, so that's the biggest thing is just focusing on football, and I'll let them handle that, and I'll just I'll ask questions about football and do that. Bailey, how important was your offensive line today in the sense that I noticed a couple of times, maybe even more than a couple, that you had the protection to come off your first read, which wasn't there, and complete the play to your second or third read? Um, they played amazing today. Um, to be honest with you, they were, you know, all five of those guys, actually six, including Marcus Cannon, were the MVPs of the day. Uh, we ran the ball well, um, you know, for the offense-wise MVP. I mean, they ran the ball well, play action well. Um, kept me clean in the pocket. Like you said, we were able to go through second, third reads, get your check down. Um, they played really well today. And be able to have those guys up front is, you know, is amazing to have that. Bailey, can you just take us through the touchdown to Jacoby? Uh, looked like maybe cover two or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Uh, it was a good play. Uh, we've been practicing that, you know, throughout the week. We got a lot of reps at it. And, you know, once we were able to see that coverage, Cub saw it, was able to, you know, find the hole in the spot, and you know, I was able to get him the ball, and he did the rest. Yep. Thank you all. Holy likability, Batman. How about that guy, huh? Bailey Zappi, Patriots quarterback, his presser today uh, just says all the right things, Andy. lot to like about this guy. Yep. Yeah, I, I really there's no there's no there's nothing to nitpick. There's nothing to go over. There's nothing to criticize. Like he makes the right reads. He executes the game plan. His teammates love him. I was just reading a tweet that uh, from earlier today. I missed a couple of these uh, in the drive today about how all the teammates were waiting after he threw the touchdown pass, kind of like last year when Hoyer threw the touchdown to Jacoby and the bench emptied and they all went and hmm. joined Fitzy him. Fitzy colon, teammates like Zappy more. I, I don't even remember. Are you now just trying to, like, hot take me for the for the blog? <laughs> for dot com? Was that surfaced? Is it? It's normal, though, right? Like, isn't this? Of course. You know what this, remember that show that used to be on TV, like, it was some weird wife swap thing where they would, like, switch lives for a week. It was called Wife Swap. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. I thought I nailed it. Um, That's what this feels like. The show where wives were swapped? And it's like, Wife Swap. This new wife, like, she she cooks really nice, and, and she's really nice to me, and she doesn't yell at me, and she doesn't nag me, and I just, I think there is some of that. Is it unfair? Absolutely. Unfair to the nth degree. But it's just human nature. We're going to make the comparison. Hell, every quarterback before now has been compared to Brady, whether mm-hmm. it's Stidham or Mac or um, Cam, right? Well, now it's this weird thing where we're going to compare Mac and Zappy. It's what we do. We compare. It's can I kind give you of the root of sports. Can I give you a couple of fun stats from today's game? Before they better we be fun. Gra- that's the whole point. You're promising of them. me fun. I you am, promised me Zappy two I hours delivered. ago. I finally got it. 
Well, I'm so sorry. Did you at least make sure you had like a uh, some trail mix or gorp to get you through? I'm I sure do. you know. I know you need Beer nuts. need your blo- need your blood sugar up. To, uh, you get you get a little cranky. You get hangry. I do get when hangry. I don't deliver no qu- with the coaches no and the quarterbacks on time. Uh, today was Bill Belichick's 400th game as Patriots head coach. He got the win, which is a beautiful thing to see. Mr. Kraft, of course, got a win in his 500th game as coach of the Patriots earlier this season. Or rather, excuse me, as owner of the Patriots. He owns Z-U-D-Y, that's Zudi. Speaking of which, this hour is brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com. Z-U-D-Y, Andy, for your free trial. Z-U-D-Y, why? Because it's awesome. The Patriots now have a shutout in four straight seasons. This coming from At The Hall, the Patriots Hall of Fame. Four straight seasons, the Patriots now have a shutout in. In Bill Belichick's 400th game as Patriots head coach, that was his defense's 14th shutout. Pretty, pretty impressive. So he's basically averaging a shutout every 29 games. One every other year. Not bad. And Not they, too shabby. And they won 29 nothing. Oh, my God. How about that? Oh, my God. Right? And Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy. All right, the stats are for losers. <laughs> Sorry, Coach, I just thought we would... Uh... Today you're a winner, so we can talk about your stats. When you trumpet your stats after a lost bill, that's when stats are for losers. Jim gets the final call this segment. He's up in New Hampshire, wants to talk this budding quarterback controversy. What up, Jim? Come on. I'm here. What's up? You are, and we're here. We're on the air. Caller, yeah, go. Awesome, awesome. You guys, you, guys, you guys make me laugh. It was such an awesome game today. As a Patriots fan, it was just really wasn't it? It was a, a blast, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah. If you didn't enjoy today, a, then you should probably turn I in had your the windows card. open. I was cooking. I had the TV blasting. I was like, "This is," you know, if my dad were alive, he'd be loving it. And he had that little smirk on his face when he went to go make that extra drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope your dad like is your having dad. one with mine. I lost mine earlier this year, and I often think the same thing. Man, my dad would have hated this Red Sox season, but boy, he would love this Patriots team. Oh, yeah. It was a great game today. A um, couple things. Uh, one, I think that they just did an awesome job. Two, I saw a, a personal side of Bill today that I've never seen before uh, when he was talking about him being Croatian. I never knew that. I had no idea that um, uh, Steve Carroll, or Pete Carroll, was even Croatian or whatever, and he had a, the insignia on his uh, sleeve when they were talking to him and uh, when he was at the podium. And I thought it was really cool that he just gave, you know, kudos like he hasn't done before you know for stevenson you know best phenomenal football player um and when he talked about zappy he saw the game that i as i did and when, i thought that was a huge compliment and bill doesn't usually give those out freely agreed agreed um, you know he even said before the game he described zappy as prepared and that was just like the one word thing um the the questions that i have is one um I think Zappi's not only skilled, but he's smart. Mm-hmm. And you well, know, we did. We have heard a lot about that from Mac Jones as well, Jim. Yeah, but um, you know, I I think I think we, everybody saw it today. And um, when it comes to like, I know the team is fairly new. I know Mac Jones had a part of like helping the team kind of gel um, last year. This year, he got hurt. Um, do you guys think that he had a part of it? You know, to help the team, you know, get to the point where if somebody else did step in like Zappy, that they could capitalize on that. Well, yeah. And the hey, other thing yep. is real quick, Jim, like, I got to catch like a break. Joe. Okay. Okay. Good. No, go ahead. Just give me that other point you want to make before we have to catch a break. Oh, okay. Um, the other part is like, you know how they switch out players. Yep. 
do you think it would be advantageous to the Patriots? Is is there strengths and weaknesses between the two players, or is one just clearly better than the other, where you would switch them out for a certain place? All right, thanks very much for getting that one, and Jim, appreciate it. Glad you had yourself a day. Windows were down, the TV was blasting, he was cooking, enjoying himself. A Patriots victory Sunday. Andy, I want you to answer on the other side. Would it be advantageous, or could you possibly see any sort of rotation between the quarterbacks? Hey, we're doing sports radio. It's a three-and-a-half-hour show. We're here for all of it. Andy answers that question. We take more of your calls. We go around the rest of the NFL, take a look at some of the other games in Week 5, start getting you ready for Week 6 when the Patriots travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. It's Fitzy. It's Hart. It's producer LaPan. It's you, all here on the Six Rings Post Game Show. We're back to the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI. Looks like we're all tied up between the Eagles and the Cardinals. Boy, the Cardinals, the comeback kids. Kyler Murray doesn't actually start playing football until he's losing by at least two touchdowns. Then they just toss the game plan out the window and say, run, run, run all over the place. Run 85 yards to get a two-yard, to, to get a two-point conversion. Run 100 yards to complete a seven-yard pass. Run. Not a great way to play in the Not National a great football way. League. You know what? Not sustainable. I'm no Vince Lombardi. I'm pretty sure that's not sustainable. Yeah, I don't think it's sustainable, especially not with him. Uh, the Cowboys, by the way, are two-thirds of a quarter away what? from it's like 10 minutes away. That I was just, much easier. I, I know. I, so, I, if you haven't I was noticed told yet, there'd be no math. If you haven't noticed yet, I enjoy making things more difficult for myself. Two-thirds of a quarter, so that would be two-twelfths. That's one-sixth. Mm-hmm. Right. We're now we multiplying fractions seven, on the Six Rings postgame show. Bringing the quadratic equation into the mix. Uh, it was my understanding that there would be no math. Exactly. <laughs> Cowboys are up by nine with 11 minutes left in Los Angeles, where the Cowboys likely have a bit of a uh, home field advantage. I imagine there are actually more Cowboys fans because they travel so well. Oh, yeah. Remember last year when uh, Amari Cooper was still with them? Coop. Uh, there were huge, oh, yeah. audible roars for our Amari Cooper. Now what do they yell? Like, Lamb. C. C. D. <laughs> C doesn't work. That just doesn't really. C. Gallup. Or do they just go like. Like, what are they? I, I don't understand. That would be they... kind of cool if you could get in unison a large <laughs> swath of fans at a road game to clap like a horse. That would be impressive. That would be that pretty was cool. eerily good out of Fitzy, though. I thought there was a horse in the studio. It was. Did you really? Good. Every yeah. once in a while, he nails something. Every something. couple weeks, Wait, it's just once gotta a get, month. You just got to give him a month. You got to sit through shows, a lot of, You're like Andy Dufresne crawling show. through 10,000 feet of absolute sewage to get to the light of day. I really enjoy doing shows with my friend Andy. <laughs> 49ers are up 30 to 15 with just a couple minutes left. That one's over. Panthers stink. The Panthers stink. I told you they that. They stink. We watched the joint practices. They stunk then. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with the Patriots' dominating defense and Christian Barmore. <laughs> yes. No, good point. Oh, yeah, and your boy Barmore, who is, uh, well, he's doing fine. He's being asked to he's do a fine, lot He's fine, but line. what has he done? Tackle people. I overhyped him. We can yes. be honest. Create Christian some pressure. Fourier is going to call in and take his little mm-hmm. walk of shame. Mm-hmm. I overhyped Christian Barmore. I'm sorry. As I am wont to You're do, not I the was only too one, positive. Andy. 
You're not the only one. There were a lot of people. I even, I believe, in an article that I wrote over the summer for .com, I believe I referenced a piece on NFL.com saying they voted him as the most likely second-year Pro Bowl or maybe in the AFC, Patriots, AFC, whatever it was. Like They were looking for the leap. Haven't seen it just yet. But there could be a lot of double teams and game planning for him as well. Are we going with that? Is that what we're doing? No, because whatever's going on, Matthew Judon is the one who's dominating right now. What can we do? What can we collectively, either as media, fans, whatever, what can we do to make sure that Judon doesn't fall off like he did last year? It's like, not my job I, to make sure well, he doesn't fall off. I don't know. Off. I'm just, we're group thinking. Eat right, work out right, do TB12, whatever. Take a little something-something if you need to later in the year. I'm not advocating for any <laughs> illegal drugs. I'm just saying, whatever you need to get you up. And the team used to <laughs> pay you to talk inside the stadium. <laughs> yes, Strange that it lasted as long used as it did. To. Used to. Used to. Hey, I left on my own accord. Mm-hmm. So you say, uh, Matt Rule, first coach fired? Oh, yeah. Today he had like this weird stink face, confused face up and down the Wait, side. Did you line. say stink face or steak face? Stink. It okay. looked like he was smelling a fart or maybe had an uncomfortable booger in his nose. Like he was doing something. He just, yeah, dead man walking. And I, I've actually read stories like they want him, they should fire him soon so that he can get a college gig, and then therefore mm-hmm. they can do the offset where if the college is paying him $6 million a year, they're off the to, hook yeah. for that six right. and only have to pay $3 million a year. Or whatever. Yeah, weren't there reports even a few weeks ago from some of those, like, not fully verified but sometimes semi-reliable follows on Twitter, like uh, hashtag Panthers or like Panthers... Hashtag coach Matt Rule has lost the locker room. Oh, Hashtag yeah. keep pounding or whatever and it, it was. And he's a popular, like, the the fans chant for him at, like, Nebraska when Scott Frost gets fired or places like that. Like, oh, Matt Rule will do a great job next year. Some guys are just cut out to coach college. Yeah, yes. it's fine. They're Sabans, Nick they're Spurriers. Saban. The Tigers. Yeah. Now, Matt Rule, the latest. Like, sometimes you just hop okay. on board the train with the coach du jour, uh, someone who seems like the sexiest name. Now I know everyone's talking about D'Amico Ryans, the defensive coordinator, former player. Great smile. For San Francisco. Think he might be next in line? Um, Maybe. Ken Dorsey, the former Miami Hurricanes. He's going Hurricanes. to be hurt by uh, Robert uh, Sala. See, the problem mm. is when you yeah, follow Sala's winning now. The Jets are 3-2. and two. Yeah, We'll see. Relax. I'm Relax. just saying. Are you kidding me? I'm sure on our sister station tomorrow morning, WFAN, they'll probably be playing jazz the entire time and having a freaking Mardi Gras parade. Three and two, the Jets have a winning record five games into the... The Giants are four and one, sitting atop, potentially sitting atop the NFC East. Dable. That's all Dable. Dude can coach. Yes, he can. He is a man's man of coaching. He has bounced around enough, so he's his own man. He's got enough sampling of of different ideas and systems and and styles. I'm all in on Brian Dable being a good NFL head coach. Not sure I'm all in on Daniel Jones being his quarterback to allow him to oh, be. He's more of like a running back that has to occasionally throw the ball. So they we'll have no. See where you that would goes. be the you would be the third starting receiver on the Giants at this point. I, I can't cut like I used to. No, I know. Yeah, if you ask me to run straight and not all that fast, <laughs> I can get that job done. Otherwise, I'm screwed. We're gonna k- go to break right now. We'll pay the bills. We'll. Uh, you never hit the got t- me. I knew you never paid off last tease. Can I pay it off in like oh, yeah, a minute? Go yeah, go. You know what? Actually, go right ahead. Rotating quarterbacks does not work at most levels. Certainly not at the National Football League level. And even if it did, I don't think there's enough differential skills right. between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi that I want to alternate between the two of them. Like they're both 
undersized, weak-armed mm-hmm. pocket passers who get by on their brains and preparation and those types of things. So I'll pick the better one of those and run with it, whoever it is. It's probably Mac. We can have fun for the next couple of weeks pretending maybe Zappy's got a shot, but it's probably Mac. But no, I do not see any way in Hades or Foxborough that it would make sense to rotate those two. Couldn't agree more. There we go. Glad we paid that That was off. easy. That was very easy. What a satisfying payoff to a tease that was. That was Radio a happy ending to this hour. Oh, my mercy. Only a half hour to go. PTL, everybody. When we come back, we will start getting you ready for the Patriots' sixth game on the season here on the Six Rings postgame show when they travel to Cleveland next week, as well as give out our thumbs up and thumbs down. Who did it and who didn't today in the Patriots' 29-0 victory over the Lions? This is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Like, where's the host of this show? <laughs> I was letting it. Uh, what does he? What does he say? Does he say let it ride? Let it breathe? Let it breathe, Jackson. Shime. That's a TV uh, let term. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. They tell that to play-by-play announcers. Like, if there's something really cool right. going on, let it breathe. Let it breathe. Nat sound, they call it. You know, that was one of the things. Dare I say? Uh, final half hour here of the Six Rings post game show. We go commercial free right up till seven twenty-five. We'll pay some bills. Commercial free. Boom. Then we go to Westwood One's coverage of. Sunday Night Football, and it's a good one, Andy. I cannot wait to get home and catch as much of Bengals at Ravens as possible. Uh, I think the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you got? Who do you like in that one? Uh, I always like the Bengals. They don't always win, but I'm a Joe Burrow guy. Like I love the swagger. Mm-hmm. I think his swagger is Joey made Ice. for rivalry Icy games Joe. like this. Uh-huh. Now, it's also hard to bet against Lamar and what he is doing this year and right. what the, the course he's on for this season, but... I think the Bengals are the better offense, Mm -hmm. probably the better all-around team right now. They've gotten their offensive line issues in order. They've settled that out a little bit. Of course, they had to go up against T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons the first two weeks, two absolute monsters, two freak athletes. So you would understand why there would be some issues. Of course, he didn't play very much in the preseason as well. And as we've talked about on the pod here on the radio and beyond, pretty cruddy football so far in a lot of ways because you can't tackle anymore during the week. Everyone's concerned about concussions, understandably. The preseason is a mess. No Nobody one's actually plays. playing their starters. So, like, now I'm really understanding what Belichick at all say. Like, it takes four to six weeks to figure it out because first four to six weeks is kind of a mess. Oh, and on top of it, there have been injuries out the wazoo across the league. And as Tom Brady said, I don't know, I see pretty bad football ble- being played. And I agree with him. This is one of the few times I've agreed with Tom Brady in recent years. Oh, and by the way, uh, as we get into thumbs up and thumbs down on the game today, as well as the player of the game. Thumbs uh, down to Giselle. <laughs> I'm Team Tom. Represent. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Really, if there ever was going to be a march or like a protest, 83 Leo and Birmingham get you. <laughs> What? Torches and pitchforks. Sorry, I No, I was going to say, 
and working dads no. everywhere. Oh, have mercy. Is he please. not the representative for the working dad? Ah, there's nothing more. When I listen to Bruce Springsteen's Working on a Dream, uh, the first thing I think of is Tom Brady grabbing his lunchbox, his pail, and his canteen. Just trying to provide for on the car hearts and making his way down to the factory. Put, you know, three square meals on the table a day. Build a house. He's just trying to provide. No. Thumbs down. Oh, what? The ultimate thumbs down of the week. You would say, like yesterday, Kyrie was uh, kind of going through his thumbs down. He was like, you know, like, these guys are tripping. And it was like Draymond Green and a few others. Antonio Brown. Did you see his tweet today? No, here's where I'm on AB's side. He actually tweeted out that graphic. AB's been a dink his whole of... life, and Tom Brady took him into his house. That's on Tom and Brady. And the gratitude lay he with, shows. Lay with dogs, you get fleas. The gratitude he shows is by tweeting out that thing of, like, Daddy's getting a divorce with some artist putting or photoshopping Tom Brady in there. Are you surprised? He's a bad dude. He's been a bad awful, dude since that college. Last week, he, last week he whips, it, whips it out at a Excuse poolside me? in Dubai. He did. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Giselle photo he put of him, like, hugging and kissing her at the Super Bowl. I'm, uh, He's a Brady. terrible human being. He awful. has been forever, and Tom took him into Do his family. Do you mean that somebody who disagreed with his medical treatment and decided to take off his pads and do shirtless jumping jacks in the end zone at MetLife Stadium might be a tad unhinged? Oh, no, he's nuts. I think he's been nuts for a long time. Speaking of rivalries in the North, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals, I do not believe that this is the Vontez Perfect hit, that, that he went off the rails. You Speaking of off the rails. So? No, I think he's been nuts his whole life and career. But it had to, something had to have... Uh... Tom Brady's getting ready to go to work. That was just He's packing up, making his avocado sandwich, getting his sprouted crispy seaweed snacks. Hey, those yachts don't pay for themselves. He's putting on, he's putting on the Uggs, splashing a little Stetson on, getting into the TB12. Those islands shirt. on Billionaire Island or whatever. I mean, the house mansions, they don't pay for themselves. Man's got to work. No more relatable working class man in America. Tom Brady, ladies and Absolutely stunned to see Antonio Brown tweet that out early. But then again, of course, How what happens when the Patriots release him after yeah, like, 11 days he went after Mr. Kraft? So he's the worst. me once. God, he's the worst. Like, he, he's, no, I think he's very consistent. I think he's Consistently remark- horrible. He's, yes. Yes. It, the lowest common denominator, expect that from him. Like, whatever the right. low. What's like, beneath pond know, scum? Like, honestly, something has to hold pond scum up. Like, it can't be water. Yeah, okay. Well, It floats. It's a good point. But something <laughs> causes pond scum. And what's at the root of pond the scum? The hell of the worse. earth. It's a spring from Satan. Like, he really, it, like, he's just, oh, uh, shame on, like, Terrible. now I feel gross for allowing myself to, like, Sort of like oh, you dirt. people embraced him. Uh, you know who really I stand him. by? I sort of like the greatest, uh, greatest quote that's ever come out of the New England Patriots locker room. In we my are opinion. all Patriots. Nope. When Antonio Brown We're bringing arrived, this sucker home. When Antonio Brown arrived, as they are wont to do, they put Matthew Slater out there to talk about it. Oh. And Matthew Slater said, "As a leader of this team, but not necessarily as a man, I'll welcome into him into this locker room." He knew he was a bad dude. Right. He said it right there. He said it for you. And everybody wanted to pretend because he can jump high on the practice field. Remember those photos? Mm-hmm. And catch the ball and, oh, Miami and all this. It's fun that what? he's not a bad dude. He's well, a terrible Tom, dude. But that makes me think there's some vicarious bad dudeness to Tom Brady. Then no, he's he was simple. Willing. Can you help me win? Wow. Come aboard. That's all he cares about and cared about This isn't about like a time. Lee Marvin movie. This is real life and they play football. 
I'm telling you, he, he is focused on one movie. thing. Tom Brady is addicted to winning and competing. We've seen that. It's costing mm-hmm. him his marriage. He would bring anybody aboard to help him win. Like, that's his, his drug, right? That's his addiction, is winning and competing in the National Football League. It's a phenomenal story and a sad one, all wrapped up into one collection of years and tales. Tom Brady finishes up the season. He's like, Bill, 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 I need to come home. Bill, I'm sad. Bill's I'm like, all, I, I got gotta, zappy. Get out of my hair. I, gotta, I already lost one marriage. I need to repair the other one. Bill. Would you take him back? Pfft, are you kidding me? I would do anything for another hit of the drug that is Tom Brady playing quarterback for the Patriots. I'm good. Anything. I'm good. I mean, I know the ship has sailed. He ripped off the Band-Aid the for ship us. ship sailed. It sank. It sailed again. It rose up. It's like the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean, one of those ghost ships. I know. Then the trophy almost followed it down. Brady right. finished the let's tequila. Not. Let's not. I know. But at the same time. Can we move on? Wouldn't you a little bit like... No. Brady, I'd feel dirty afterwards. Brady. Brady. I'd feel dirty afterwards, wouldn't you? Now there's horses. So it just rode off. <laughs> yes. You're not bad at that. Thank you. Wow, look at that. Mark that down, Nick. 7-11 in well, 15 seconds. Andy Hart actually said, you're not bad at that. Well, First thing, res- even closely resembling a compliment for me. It's like the text line that started the show that said, Andy Hart's excited about something good for once. No, 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 I'm a very simple man. You show me something good, I'll react excitedly to it. You show me talent and ability, I will praise it. You show me bad, and I'm going to say it was bad. It's called objectivity. Oh. Y'all should try it sometime. You are a simple man indeed, and we appreciate that. About when you. do I get to do we'll my see, thumbs up and thumbs down? Right you're now. done babbling about Brady? I, it's okay. of interest in market. Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed. It was at I, the forefront of WEI.com, one of the finest websites in all of sports today. Thank you very much, sir. Thumbs up and thumbs down with Andy Hart. Funny Andy, thing let's is, give him a thumbs up. They won today. I need a little bit more time because there's so many thumbs up today because they were so good. But I am going to start with the aforementioned, and we've talked about it, so I won't belabor the point. Bailey Zappi mm-hmm. showed up. Made plays, nearly doubled his yardage from week one as I checked the math a little bit. Um, Shouldn't have had an interception, not on him, as you pointed out earlier. We've got to call that a giveaway or something. Giveaway by Nelson Aguilar. Cool, calm, collected. Um, I thought he was efficient, did what he needed to do. I know the. Somebody brought up the third down. They weren't good on third down. They obviously weren't good in the red zone. Like, if you dig deep on some of those numbers, Mm -hmm. this is not good enough over the course of a long span or a long season. Luckily, they played a team where Belichick owns coastal real estate in the quarterback's head, and he outcoached the pants off of the other guy. But never the last time they had a game where literally winning was the only thing you should care about Mm -hmm. was when Jacoby Brissett was a rookie thrust into playing, and you're like, oh, my God, they won. That Thursday night game was awesome. LeGarrette Blunt, they handed him the ball like 50 times. All that matters. Did Brissett have like a big touchdown run, too? Yes, a boot, a naked boot, and like he wasn't Mm -hmm. even a runner, but like he just kept running because there was a lot of green grass. Texans fumbled a bunch. Wasn't that game also a shutout? Uh, It was. I think it was 16-0 or 19-0. It, Very similar it was game. Good the, point by you. See, and I can that's do all that matters, not the stats. And any of the, like, we'll, we'll work on that the longer you're in there. Next online, we've talked about him. Matt Judon led the defense. He was dominant. He was superhero-esque. And not the first time. I actually thought the first half against the Ravens, he was shot out of a cannon and had all kinds of energy and pressures that day. Wise actually cleaned up with the sacks in that contest. Today, Judon gets a couple foresight. Jack Jones, talking about energy. And we should also remind, in case we have a different audience right now, that Matt Judon, uh, I think it's a Patriots record you pointed out earlier, five games, six sacks, first guy ever to have a sack in the first five games of his season. Correct. 
awesome. besting Andre, Andre Tippett, Tippett was on the field today. Love to see that. Also did that cool video for uh, the Patriots that was social. Excellent. Um, Jack Jones, a week after his big pick six against Aaron Rodgers and his fun, infamous, cocky quote about being disrespectful to throw an out on him, mm-hmm. he made another big play. This time dropped out of his coverage and picked off a terrible throw by Jared Goff, who is disrespectful continuing to play in the National Football League Mm -hmm. because he stinks, but looking for TJ Hawkinson, and Jack Jones picked it off. I love where his development is going. I think they need guys like him, and I think Devin McCourty believes it too. I asked Devin a couple questions this week about Jack Jones and the comment and the cockiness, and do you ever try to squish that? He's like, no, go play football. You're supposed to be young. You're supposed to be cocky. He said, but you better not give up any outs after you made that comment about being. Exactly. But. If you can do it, talk the talk, and then walk the walk. And I'm surprised that Ty Law would come on the Greg Hill Show last Tuesday, as he does for every Tuesday, a Ty Blanking Tuesday, I believe they call it, and makes the appearance and says that he needs to, like, play football and, you yeah, know, weird. shut his mouth. It was weird. Like, Nobody you were was the king of swag, chatty. the cockiest guy yeah. on earth. Now, Peter King doing the, the, the grandpa finger wag, I would sort of expect that a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I like this about this kid. That Absolutely. and the fact that he... Read the play, ran over, and made that pick. Very athletic. Great instinct. And I bet Bill kind of likes it in a place deep down where he's not going to tell him about it, but he kind of enjoys the swagginess of it. Nick Folk, mm-hmm. we don't need to say any more. Five field goals. He was your scoring. When you go bad in the Money. red zone, you better have a kicker that always makes his kicks. Nick Folk does. Ramondre Stevenson, 161 yards rushing. Dude is a machine. Dude is a beast. I, my new comparison for him is Saquon Barkley, so maybe he's a blend of Le'Veon Bell and Saquon Barkley. If he ever gets the opportunity, I don't know how long the injury is going to be with Harris. I think you're just going to see a star develop before our eyes. I think we saw it happen today. Unreal. I think that I asked you earlier, is today the day that Ramondre Stevenson rested control of the number one running back no. role in the Patriots? I think they're still going to split it. Um, because you have two backs that are good. You can share the load. He did look like he started to get a little tired today after 25, 26 carries, whatever it was. And why force it? You're probably going to have to go to him with the bulk of the carries next year, depending on how things play out when Harris, if Harris leaves as a free agent. Uh, Jacoby Myers, we talked about it with Christian earlier. Seven for 111. He never fell off. He missed a couple games, Mm -hmm. comes back. Different quarterback on the field and just seven catches, eight targets, 111 yards. And I will say, that's a that's a big boy touchdown, 24 yards. That's yeah, not like is. a little dink and dunk touchdown. And his 15-plus yard uh, average, he's moving up. He used to be the 9, 10, 11 kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's making a few more plays down the field, see if that can continue. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. I want to check my th- uh, thumbs up to make sure. Did you get everybody? The offensive line should also be included, but that's a uh, Adrian Phillips. I wanted to mention Adrian okay. Phillips. You can mention Adrian Phillips. He's gr- he, like the just toss it, ragdolling people well, left mean, and right. We could mention a lot of guys today. Kyle Duggar, right? Had a couple nice tackles. Had obviously the scoop and score touchdown. Hey, and Hunter Henry, welcome line. back to the party. Hunter Henry, welcome back to the party. You have a new uh, host, and his name is Bailey Zappi, and you guys seem to connect a little. Um, thumbs down, Nelson Aguilar. We was catching. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. Yeah, well, he added to the list of mishaps today by the ball hitting him in the hands near midfield, and he just, you said it earlier, he John who smithed it. He John who <laughs> it straight Hey, I don't want this. It's a hot potato. You want Here, it? you take it. Um, uh. And it just can't happen. And then he had a, a hamstring injury, which I don't know if that was just a way to get the hell out of the spotlight and go away. Um, the run defense, I thought, was a little lackluster early. Um, they were getting five-yard chunks with mm-hmm. ease. They were moving the line of scrimmage. I still think that's an area to watch uh, moving forward. Uh, you know who's on the horizon, the Cleveland Browns. 
They obviously have one of the best running tandems in the National Football League. You need to get Lawrence Guy back out there, in my opinion. I think this Big all time. stems from Guy missing time. Um, and then, obviously, the red zone offense. I'm not putting it on any one player, any coaching, anything. But this is now becoming a problem. They're near the bottom of the league in red zone offense. Mm-hmm. They went 0 of 5. They are now, I believe, 6 of 15 on the year in the is red zone. any of that on the play calling? Oh, yeah. I think it's a group effort. Bill wants me to say everything's a group effort, right? The coaching, mm-hmm. the play call. Everything's a group effort, so you're failing as a group. Put it on the quarterback. Put it on not having a true red zone threat, like a dominant one-on-one physical option. We'll see if Hunter Henry is kind of rejuvenated because he was a key red zone guy last year for Mac Jones. If you get a couple Hunter Henry red zone touchdowns, that will make you a little bit better. So red zone offense is an area that needs to improve. Uh, looks like it's going to go final in Los Angeles. The Cowboys are going to move to four and one. The Ramajamas going to two and three, twenty-two to ten. What a that rush! Stinks. See, 49ers. I can do it with other teams' backup quarterbacks too. Rush oh, to judgment. You. Oh, how about that? Oh, it hurts so good for Eagles fans. Looks like they're going to go to five and zero. Oh, still be the only unbeaten team in the NFL. You buying them yet? I don't. Oh, it just went final. There you go. You buying them? Uh, as as a as a Super no. Bowl contender, like a legitimate yes, yes. fifteen and two kind of team, you trust them to run out what should. It's a talented ro- roster. It's a it loaded is. roster. I don't know if I, I still know totally buy the quarterback, and the coach is still relatively mm-hmm. young and unproven. Niners, remember his press yep. conference? Oh yeah, what a debacle that was when he took the job. Yep. Now he has the best team in the NFL, maybe. I mean, everyone thought, like, out on Sirianni, this guy's a disaster. He was awful. They got him. He had, like, a, a, a breakdown the on the stage. first part of being smart is knowing what to do. There you go. Was, and we're going to have schemes. And, we're, and those schemes, we're going to see if they work. Have systems in place, and we will have systems in place <laughs> to do so. He was systems so bad. In place. And now he leads an undefeated team. The Dolphins are worried about because Nick they have, Sirianni's Because they have drafted, team. like, absolute champs. And by oh, the way, Jimmy's we are, and Joe's, not we are having and so much fun talking about the Jimmys and Joes as we broadcast from our Best Yet brand studio here on the Six Rings postgame show. Andy, we got a, uh, I'm going to give a quick minute to last call of the day, Danny from Quincy. Danny. Yeah. Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear the bell. I didn't hear the bell. All right, well, ding, ding. Let's All go. All right, got a minute I'm for a, you, pal. I'm very professional with this. Anyway. Thank you. Um, I found this game hard to watch. I'm sorry. 0 for 4 in the red zone. Early in the game, they had no pass rush on Goff, and that's when he, he actually was moving the football through the air. And when? I don't know. I just – and Stevenson, could they have given, given the guy a rest? I know Harris got hurt. No, they didn't have another running back. Yeah. They didn't have another running they back. They had two running they backs had, active today. Two, that's it. And Harris went out with a okay. hamstring then injury. I, then in the my, my bad. I'm just, yeah. you know, I hate to see the guy get punished the way he did. Uh, you know, but I, I just, I found it hard to watch. Andy, I told you two weeks in a row that Belichick would bench the quarterback he doesn't like or he doesn't think is performing in practice. And you said, ah, that's, that's, that's. That's never going to happen. And then you come on today and say there's a quarterback controversy now. I mean, give me a break. I, I, I swear to God, some of the things I said two weeks when, before Lombardi made those after Lombardi made those comments, that should have told you. And I told you last week Belichick was overly complimentary to Zappi, which he never does. And then you said, well, he, he was complimentary to Mac all Jones. last yeah, year. Over the course of 17 games he was. Right. But – Something happened after the bye week last year. I think they played good I think, teams uh, and lost. 
I'm sorry? They played good teams and lost. Yeah, but everything. Mac no, lost think, his no, way. I Judon got Jones, tired. Something happened. Something happened. They played they good were, teams. They were completely – either Matt Jones wanted some of the players to stay behind and and work through the bye week when they all took off. He doesn't really understand how the NFL is. He lost his team, I think, after that because they, they continued that, and mm-hmm. I think he regressed. He was an interception machine. Granted – and Thanks, Danny, Danny, unfortunately, we got to go. I appreciate that, pal. But we only have just two minutes left until we got to call it, and then we go to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football: Bengals at Ravens. Andy, time now for the player of the game. Patriots player of the game is brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car: donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K. dot com or one eight seven seven Cars. For kids. A-A-R-S, cars for kids. Andy, I think I it's easy spell. today. Your player of the game for the New England Patriots is? Number nine, Mr. Red Sleeves in a red jersey, Matthew Judon. Multiple sacks, multiple QB hits, pressures out the wazoo. I disagree with Danny. I think the pass rush was there early and often throughout the afternoon, and the play of the game was the strip sack that led to the Kyle Duggar return for a touchdown, 59 yards. Um, Matthew Judon is playing an elite level of football right now for your Patriots. If he can continue to do that, that is huge for a defense that is starting to find its way with Jack Jones maybe as a corner and develop things in the back end. So Matt Judon, huge today against an offense that was supposed to be number one in the NFL. That's right, and a very good offensive line he made with it excellent awful. tackles. Awful. That's right. He in dominated them. Yep, he did. Some bad coaching because there was some T.J. Hawkinson, and he made Jared Goff just turn into a puddle of Goff goo on the field. The Goff offense was Goffle, dare I Goffle. say. Uh, all right, in 10 seconds or less, too quick a preview next week, Sunday, against the Browns. You give him a chance. I absolutely give them a chance, but the run defense, Lawrence Guy, you need him back. I I think they could run it right down your throat, so we'll see. We need that L guy back in a big old way. Patriots 29, Lions 0. Thank you very much for listening today and welcoming us into the car, to the after tailgate, the garage, wherever you enjoy the show. Great job, Nick LaPan. Thank you for calling in Christian Fourier. Appreciate the audio from Kyrie Thompson. He's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. We'll talk to you on the Six Rings pod this week, and we'll hear you next Sunday on the Six Rings postgame show following Browns and Patriots. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.